0: hey i'm jade madison scott the writer creator and producer of small victories and this is the first episode of our new small victories bonus series which are just a a lot of writers commentaries i love writers commentaries i love listening to them on dvd bonus tracks and so i wanted to do that for you because i hope you appreciate them as much as i do i'm going to give insight into the writing process and the production process of season two in each episode and you can listen to all of the episodes over on our Patreon—they release weekly, Friday at ten a.m. EST—and our Patreon is a pay what you can system, which means that you can pay one dollar a month, you can pay a hundred dollars a month. Everybody deserves to be entertained, and that shouldn't really be dependent on how much money you have, you know. So head over to the WGC Productions Patreon to hear the rest of those episodes. But yeah, I'm gonna get out your hair, and I'm gonna—I hope you enjoy the episode. Hi, I'm Jade Madison Scott, the writer and creator of Small Victories, and I am going to talk to you today about episode 201, the beginning of the beginning. I've been missing you. You've been missing me. A fun fact about about this little montage bit is that there were a couple of of additions of this episode because we were submitting it to the Tribeca Audio Festival, uh, which we did not win, but, you know, it's fun just to try. And we wanted to add context for the show because you can only submit the first episode. Um, So we wanted to add context to the show without distracting the larger elements when it actually came out later. So Nathan and I and Virginia came up with the compromise of having a little montage in the beginning.
1: As previously requested.
0: (laughs) have to give props to uh apollo pods which is like this uh fiction podcasting app it's ran by really some nice people the 10th episode episode uh 110 of small victories was actually commissioned by them and like it was a totally cool thing and the only reason the stranger really exists is because because that episode was commissioned because we had no space to sort of expand the story in that way so shout out to apollo for that
1: you need to go home i woke up from my coma i did go home you woke up the stranger is
0: played by china palmer and so me and china went to howard together and she was just a year ahead of me i believe maybe two it doesn't matter anyway she's brilliant like she's truly like a wonderful actor my freshman year she was in the play in the red and brown water by 12 iver mccraney was directed by eric ruffin and she was the female lead oya and I saw I literally saw that play every single night it was there and then I watched it during rehearsals too and I took copious notes in my notebook about like why the play worked and how the writing worked and how the production worked and what the audience responses were and everything. But truly the standout for that production was Chyna Palmer. And like every time she was on stage just truly a revelation and she's just such a star and it's an honor to be able to work with her. I was so geeked out when we got her.
1: Let me see them. Go home Marisol. Please, I just want to see them. Home. I don't want to go home!
2: Um, what?
0: I really, I don't know what where the yeah. idea came where from, you, but I in just the just season finished. one finale when I uh, wrote Marisol, the okay? sort of I'm perfectly fine. structural I'm perfectly fine. break I'm where Marisol fine. gets I'm flung into the closing in like the middle of the episode of the and um, she's able to yeah. like navigate yes. in that space. Uh, that really opened so the bit. world up quite a bit. WGC I'm writing three now, and we play a lot more with that device. And things. Um, but like being having Marisol being and able to for, enter and re-enter the it, void and sort of like break uh, up that structural monotony of start the show. With it's just, it's just right, top
1: notch. It opens up death, a wide world of possibilities of, of like
0: exploring the emotional realities of her of yeah, her yeah, I think journey. I
1: think
2: that's it. Uh, you maybe yeah. want to sit down a bit.
1: No, play the music.
0: theme you're hearing right now is the small victories theme and that was composed by another Howard alum, Sterling Termine, who was also in the finance building and also I think, actually I think Sterling <laughs> was in my year. Oh, she was just in a different department from me. Marisol,
1: what, Marisol, what happened? Nothing, sorry.
0: it need some water. There's one thing I'm going to do. It's it's hire okay. a person from Howard. Gotta make that alma mater worth it. Woo woo! <laughs> <sighs>
1: oh when we were kids me and sam went to two all right so this monologue i could say a lot about this monologue
0: because there's a lot of discussion in pre-production and during production and, and post-production about of this course, monologue and its length because it died, is like more almost a full a page of just words. More, really it used to actually be longer anyway. and it was unbroken by Nina's interruption which is coming up. Anyway, and it was this way until uh, about draft 23. Jacob. There were 25 total drafts before this night. episode, by the way. And, and Virginia, way who is our production associate producer, Virginia, supervising producer, pardon me, of shit, uh, but Virginia was asshole. really insistent he, like, that Chunks had to be taken out because the monologue was just family, slow and brother. uninteresting, but I was really, really like, adamant that it has to stay in like this monologue because it sets up the sort of framing device an for the rest of the show, which is the Jacob allegory. And the Jacob allegory, which is talked about in the first monologue, too, is the fact that male Soul... Journey in, and like the structure of wins, this show follows sudden, the, uh, the story better. of Jacob who is the uh, Jewish biblical <laughs> <He> <laughs> character Jacob slash brother. Israel. And so, He's you know, like great. this monologue has ah. a lot of exposition and framework and she's talking about it the right now. Me and, so, was, and so, you know, like we had, had to compromise by whoever, doing rewrites, by cutting some lines, by keeping other ones, putting in that needed interruption so we could at least give it some action, adding in some more sound design to diversify it up. But like this monologue, truly a conversation was had, many conversations were had about keeping it like this.
1: And I will say one thing reminder, that I
0: do have hesitation with when it comes pre- to the Jacob allegory. Because I love the Jacob allegory. I like the a structure reminder. of it. I like having it reflected in like the actual structure of the show. But one thing I At do have reluctance about when it comes to that is the fact that I myself am not Jewish. And seasons two and three do not have, have late an late insignificant late. relationship to, to start Judaism. Start. Like, like, It's a really big part of... There's going to be a good-sized chunk of that part of the show and they sure did give me but, a um,
1: shit ton of it too. Yeah, I just and hope they I can so deliver. Fast and everything gets so Nathan did such good sound design on this. Listen so to this. warm. <laughs> Soft. And I think about it... I try not to think about it all the time. Fuck it. Okay. She hit them... I told her I can't know where they are, Nina. If I know where they are, I'll relapse, Nina. I told her to, so... So stupid. Okay, I told her to, and she did a very good job, and... Like, I'm not stupid. I, I, I'm I, not fuck- I There are so many places to hide them. But they're around here somewhere. I know they're around I've been sober for 142 days. Don't I deserve a little treat? Just a couple extra oxy. Just 10 milligrams for more. Just 15 to 20 milligrams. Ah! Fuck, my toe! Marital? I'm fine, just stub my toe! Getting water? I was goofing off. I love the way What's Mo it? says
0: that line. It's such a silly line and she just does great. Work it hurts with
1: like it. And I knocked all this shit off the table. Why do we even have this much shit on the table? Okay, about before the whole, um, freak out, I just, I just want you to know I don't do that. I mean, why but do you I'll think do she's so concerned
0: with convincing the audience that she is different than really she is? Like, what I is that? Died what again. is her relationship to us as an audience?
1: I almost died again. First, it was almost choking to death on my vomit in a club bathroom. Then Aaron gutted me like a... Jacob almost dies once! And I almost die twice!
0: Yeah, I go with that allegory again. That
1: <laughs> You'd think it'd get easier, but it doesn't.
0: I would like to say, though, that canonically, the entire series up to this point has happened within a six month span, and that's a crazy six months. Frankly, I don't know how she's not doing
1: worse. This is tough. Reminded of everything. I don't think I'm the person I used to be. I keep coming back to that night with the kid in the park. I got your money. Do you have the... the snow?
0: I love you, Binar! You're great! You did good work. Have. I mean, like, go but listen to Being the Salt Versus. They're in everything and these I'm days. I'm
1: not even mad about it. I'm kind of proud, actually. I helped him. I mean, I did a good thing. I didn't know I could do those anymore. I'm not the person I thought I was. I don't know if I ever was.
0: Fun fact that's, I think, my I favorite line this episode I don't, I'm not the person I thought I was. I don't know if I ever was. Because, like,. Song. You, I feel like we get an abundance of stories where you have people who think they're good Honestly, yeah. and then they realize that they're yeah. bad and like that kind of messes with their head. And you know what? I mean, that's well, fine and well and good. I just think there's a, there's no, a lot clearly. of them. And I think there's something much more dramatically interesting in having a person who is absolutely it. convinced they are the scum of the uh, earth suddenly realizing, like, actually, us? I am not only capable doing of doing about? great things, well, but I want to do after like, my good things summer, for other people. I think there's like a lot of richness there that can be explored. It's just more interesting to me.
1: I didn't mean it like that i just i don't know if my dad's gonna make it you want to move it up again. i know you don't so Look, i don't even my private cooking lessons bring in a decent amount like a good amount but these two man
0: what a concept
1: up, i'm not gonna have enough time to save for your ring i told you i didn't or, need a ring like, yet you're telling me when you imagine what it'd be like as a i want
0: to say right like, because like i have complex on thoughts on nina as a character day? Um, but, like, Nina is such an everything. interesting character with like such a complex thing going on with I her in the know. background. Like, her father is dying. She's trapped in yeah. this really unfulfilling relationship. She's a struggling and God. unsuccessful artist who dropped out of My an Ivy League school. She's range. working she at a underpaid job as a teacher with kids who don't years. appreciate her. Yeah, like, Nina's really going through it as well, but nobody knows and or cares because this is Marisol's show. And because... Marisol you is like, you know, kind eyes. of orchestrating this you show have your skin in that routine. kind of, and like the meta, in like the meta textual sense. I think it's also okay, an interesting yes, reflection, reflection on the relationship that Nina, been like if you're listening to it, very clearly has a lot of stuff going on. And Marisol I mean, slash the show just does not care. I, mean, I think that really speaks to the dynamic I'm, of the relationship. And um, hopefully that can be explored more yeah. as the series goes on.
1: Yeah. Good. Hey. What are you doing this Saturday? Nothing. Why? Cause I want to take you on a date. They are so
0: cute, man. Oh man. <laughs> yeah. oh, man. Season one, I did not them like them together because I was like, what is going on, and why is this woman why? with her? Uh, like, what is go- What is happening? Uh, but I in season two, I'm like, things. okay, I get why. I get why they vibe. <laughs> Bar, this this makes to sense museum.
1: to me now. Mm-hmm. To movie, to park restaurant mm. <laughs> coffee shop mm. to a apartment. it's called chemistry it's called having good actors to that's what bar. this is yeah. <laughs> and then there there was that one we had that was two days Ooh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm. so Saturday's good Saturday's great
3: Look at you go! I've been practicing.
0: I would like to say yeah, we love that Lolita Marie, who is the voice of Summer,
1: dance.
0: what a consummate professional. <laughs> we had Lolita for like <laughs> in like in the recording <laughs> room. I'm using air quotes because we, of course, that record. Uh, we record synchronously, but we do I not record in the stone stone same room. Like we're all over the we're all runs. over the country, but we had Lolita in, like in the actual <laughs> recording space for probably a maximum of twelve hours oh. and. In total, like, we only worked with her for about 72 from, like, when she got the script from the table reading to when her last scene was. It was, like, a total of 72 hours altogether. And she manages to really pull together Summer to be a compelling character. I shudder to think what she could do with more time. But she's just such a professional, and she does such a good job, and she brings such texture to the character in the world. really appreciate her.
1: No, no. I mean, I think of you as a friend, but I didn't know that you thought of me as a friend hey, that kind of makes you the coolest friend I know. You know, the super cool, super hot, mature philosophy professor. Super hot? <laughs> I am. Okay, so
0: I will say, in the first season, I did try, and I think I can say with real confidence, I also failed at having there being like that dynamic of the Marisol that Marisol wants to be, like the sharp, cool, witty person that exists in her head, like in the monologue with the audience and stuff like that. Uh, that is not the marisol that actually exists in the real world. So, like, when she's talking non diegetically, I had it, it had like a different flair and vibe than when she's talking diegetically. However, I don't think that came through in the first season and this little interaction they're having between her and Summer with like the cool super hot like with all the mumbling unsure words sort of thing that was me sort of trying to continue on that path of having the diegetic Marisol and the non-diegetic Marisol Um, be sort of like Jekyll and Hyde but I still don't necessarily know if that came across all the way I think that's just something I I should have been more focused on in the beginning if it was going to transfer over
3: If you're trying to uh, butter me up
1: it's working <laughs> butter up ha <laughs> cooking joke cooking joke oh <laughs> uh, um uh, hypothetically if a good person did a bunch of bad things, but they Ooh, didn't know a so one thing I will say that's person? interesting about
0: this part, right? How and this that, is me, like, sort of getting into... Like, karma-wise. I, I like, I like, reading, a lot, so I like reading a lot, and so I like reading a lot about different sorts of things. Person, and while I was I writing season... I suppose it depends while, like, on what kind of
3: this... karma we're talking about. Karma in Buddhism and Hinduism function in similar but...
0: I can say that when I was writing season two, uh, at the time while I was like totally writing it, I was reading books about Dalit history and like Professor Dalit li- uh, living, um, which I would totally recommend to you. Like it, this is a kind of off topic, but it's just really interesting to, to sort of read about the, the history of, of the Dalit cast. And it relates to me specifically as a Black person. Like it, it's interesting, like the cost way our communities have so many similarities. But when like I was reading that, like I was sort of seeing this sort of constant uh, and I don't know how to pronounce it out loud. I'm gonna say samsara. It's it's changed. spelled in a way. I've only ever read it, I only don't know how it's said out loud. Changed. But um Maybe. like the sort of cycle of death and rebirth that Maybe pops up in Hinduism and things like that, Hinduism the and Buddhism. Religions? I just thought it was really interesting oh, because I could see like in the show that I was already writing that Marisol <laughs> is sort of going through this extended, or not extended, like, through this accelerated cycle of really samsara in the sense that she's constantly going through There's deaths and rebirths, to like the beginning of the show and the very, very births. beginning starts mm-hmm. with her going too through shade. the <laughs> representational death <laughs> when she chokes in her vomit there in that club bathroom and the cold cold representational and cold rebirth cold when dreams. she decides to go clean. And And season one ends with a representational death when she is stabbed by Aaron, and a representational rebirth when she meets the stranger. And, spoiler alert, season two ends with a a representational—well, it doesn't end with—season two, near the end, has a representational death um, when she, you know, makes an attempt and then it has I, a representational birth when you know she is resurrected from that attempt. You and so like just having these sort of cycles to continuing to go through, I, I thought it was a really I interesting thing that Some I sort of was unintentionally doing. And now that I, I, know, I recognize it, that I am leaning more into that kid. in season three. I could have done something.
3: But what kid deserves to suffer? I... You're good at this. Why, thank you. It only took a decade of schooling and several personal tragedies, but I seem to have learned a little something. (laughs) (sighs) You know, Marisol, if you're really interested in shaking off your bad karmic dirt, I volunteer every Saturday at a food bank over on I & 12th. You should come with me. Really? Sure charity is a virtue
1: in essentially every major religion no, you really want me to come with you like you'd want to spend time with me and everything without having to like you'd want me around
0: even also wants to have connections so bad you? and she just cannot Cancel. get it the way that she wants she's just so sweet like she's so sweet and she me? just hates it about herself uh, she's so genuinely kind and just does not want to be and I, that's just really interesting to me ah, what a character
3: Unless you're doing something else this Saturday, or... No! Um Saturday's good. Saturday's great.
1: I'll be there.
2: <laughs> Whoa. Let's take a step back one second here.
0: Ooh, fun fact, what originally, like the in the Shetis table read originally, I changed it after the table read. Marisol? But originally, this what scene was doing? a lot more aggressive on Marisol's end Talking? and a lot more Talking. negative. Oh, and Nathan, bless him, he was Let's like, this is fact, not going to work. It's fact. not as fun. hearing her knowingly make a bad decision than her back. trying to do the good thing <laughs> and accidentally <laughs> stepping in the wrong path. You and so I rewrote it based off of his recommendations, and I think it worked out really well you know it, it preserves her heroic qualities for just a little bit longer because she does kind of go okay. near the middle of the season fact, towards a more a um fiance, overtly negative fiance, track say in favor of spending time with another woman
2: <laughs> will create a situation which will lead to drug seeking behavior which you already do
1: <laughs> we haven't
2: even discussed your little oxy theme hide and seek this morning
1: okay but i stopped myself and i think i deserve some credit for that don't you I mean, yeah. But yeah, yeah, yeah. And I talked. I'll talk to Nina, and we'll reschedule. She'll understand. It doesn't have to be stressful.
2: But it will be stressful. I mean, listen to yourself. You like her.
1: Like who? Summer.
0: I don't like it. Economo does so much with so little, and that really should be studied, too. He's just doing
1: a great job. We are friends. Weren't
2: you just flirting with her not too long ago? No, I wasn't. Butter me up, (laughs) Dutch oven, and the student
1: has become a master. First off, I don't sound like that. You know that. Second, my best friend is in South Africa, and my other friend is called cocaine. So finding a non-white powdery thing to be around kind of seems good for me, (laughs) if you ask me. Third, we're volunteering. I'm helping people, joining new situations, building new habits, getting new friends. I'm kind of acing Recovery 101 right now. During the table, she had real trouble with that
0: line. She just could not get Recovery 101 out. It was
1: was fun once she finally got it, it was a good time. I've gotten into some like self-destructive shit. But this isn't that. I'm good. I'm great. You just gotta trust me. Don't you trust me?
2: I tr- I trust you, yeah. Great.
1: Glad we could talk it out. Real bonding moment. Roll the roll the tape. Dude, get get cue the outro, my guy do 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 am i gonna have to do the song please cue the song
0: fun fact about that line mo actually Um, improvised that i wrote something totally different and then nathan had her like improvise a couple of different takes and she came up with the uh do 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 do, that one so shout out to mo for coming up with that because i think that was better (laughs) than anything i wrote china (laughs) palmer as the angel
3: this is the beginning
1: of the beginning
2: Yodit Nimberg as Nina.
1: Because I want to take you on a
2: date. Lolita Marie summer
3: Oh, to be 23 again.
2: Morgan
0: Nathan's, Nathan chooses all of the hey, end credit lines, and he's shit. very passionate about Asshole. that. He wants something to make people laugh a little bit. As I appreciate that about him, you know, like him having composer, him that sort of fun flair Sterling in his work as both Chelle director and sound designer. He's looking for the, uh, the comedy in Assistant it.
2: Assistant sound designer, Nicholas Feldman. Yeah. Script yeah. supervisor, Virginia Wilson. Director and sound designer, Nathan Gabriel. Created and written... By Jade Madison Scott.
0: That's me. Yeah. And then that was this little writer's commentary on episode 201, the beginning of the beginning. Thanks for listening with me, you guys.